Good morning, lovely guys and gals, and welcome to the Bread of Life podcast. So welcome back to the Bread of Life podcast. This week we're going to talk about something which is uh, super, super interesting, I think. Um, there are two points in which we could have ta- discussed this. Um, I, I prefer to speak about it as early as possible because I think it's super, super interesting. And that is the intercessions or the hymn of the, of the intercessions. In other words, the he tends. So there, these are hymns, there, these, are, these are intercessions that are prayed right after the hymn of the censor and prior to the Pauline epistle today. But that wasn't always the case. As we mentioned last week, the hymn of the intercessions was not prayed at all um, here up until around the 18th century. So very, very, very late on in the game for us to be um, starting to include the hymns of the, the hymn of the intercession. But this, that's what happened anyways. In order for us to discuss the hymn of the intercessions, we need to fast forward a little bit and jump ahead to uh, the anaphora. And right before the anaphora, right 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 at the end of the prayer of reconciliation before the anaphora. So we need to fast forward a little bit there just so we can kind of understand the context because the words through the intercessions of the mother of God, St. Mary, O Lord, grant us the forgiveness of our sins, are prayed twice in the liturgy. And for anybody who's really paying attention to all these small details, there's once here and once right before the anaphora, right before the priest says, the Lord be with you. There is the, through the intercessions of the Theotoko St. Mary, and so on. But this is a different is a different tune, of course, but that's where it used to be initially. So fast, so, so jumping forward over there, uh, we need to discuss the deacon response, of course. So the deacon response, greet one another, was there and was was chanted as and was chanted greet one another with a holy kiss or a holy greeting and that's it from the 14th century up until uh, even the 20th century and then there was the espasmos that was chanted now liturgical scholar ibn Kabir mentions that this response was dependent on the day or the season the annual chant for this which dates earlier than the 14th century is Christ our God. This was preserved in the famous 1902 Euclogion or Cholegi, which is today known or is today preserved for us as Christ our Savior, O Christ our Savior. And that's the third standard Adam response, Adam Aspasmos in Coptic Reader. If you want to take a look, the the words go uh, as follows. Christ our God, make us worthy of your holy peace in the heavens that we may praise you with the cherubim and the seraphim, proclaiming and saying, Holy, 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 O Lord, the Pantocrator, heaven and earth are full of your glory. And then it didn't stop right there. The continuation was through the intercessions of the, of the Holy Mother of God, St. Mary. O Lord, grant us the forgiveness of our sins. And then through the intercessions of the three pure luminaries, Michael, Gabriel, and Raphael, O Lord, grant us the forgiveness of our sins. Through the intercessions of the four incorporeal creatures and the twenty-four priests, O Lord, grant us the forgiveness of our sins. Through the intercessions of the seven archangels and the heavenly orders, O Lord, grant us the forgiveness of our sins. This, if you're paying attention, sounds very familiar to something else, and that is the intercessions. Interestingly also, 
the other time that the intercessions are used is during the hymn Pioik or the Bread of Life. At the end, there's an intercession for the Virgin Mary and the intercession for Michael and Gabriel, the archangels. That's probably also likely a very, very late addition as well. In any case, coming back to um, the intercessions, when there was a desire to abbreviate this response and to make it shorter and to skip kind of as much as we can, they would kind of just fast forward to through the intercessions or through the prayers of the saint of the day. What occurred was that after the 15th century, the intercession for the mother of God was extracted and kept as separate from the rest of the responses and applied to all standard days. So they would always chant the intercession for the mother of God. And then the rest of the intercessions that were added for the patron saint of the church and for the luminaries and for the angels and all these things were removed and replaced at the beginning of the liturgy of the word right after the hymns of the censor. It simply used to be an intercession for St. Mary, the angels, then the patron saint of the church. Therefore, the correct understanding of this response is basically, Christ our Savior, make us worthy of your holy peace in the heavens through the intercessions of the Mother of God. Lord, forgive us our sins. So there was a second alternative um, response to this, which is the second standard espasmus, Adam espasmus, um, in Coptic Peter right now. And that the words are, Greet with a holy kiss, purify your hearts from every bad thing. Be prepared for the gift of God that you may be given these mysteries. Through these, we may win mercy and forgiveness of our sins according to his great mercy. We worship you, O Christ, with your good Father and the Holy Spirit. For you have come and saved us. Have mercy on us. That's the complete text of the second standard, Adam Esposmos. And that was the alternative to the other one, which is the third standard, Adam Esposmos, which was in, Co- in Coptic Reader, which was the first. So try to, trying to make things simpler, but I feel like I'm overcomplicating it. The third Esposmos in Coptic Reader used to be the the standard, and then the second used to be the alternative. And if you're paying attention, you notice that, that the normal response would be, would contain through the intercessions of the Mother of God, St. Mary, O Lord, grant us the forgiveness of our sins. And the second alternative was, or contains, we worship you, Christ, with your good Father, and the Holy Spirit, you have come and saved us. Now, if neither of them are being said, if the first one isn't being said, the second one isn't being said, then they would conclude with, we worship you, Christ, with your good Father, and the Holy Spirit, for you have come and saved us, have mercy on us, and that would be it. And then the deacon would begin, or would continue the next part of the uh, response of greet one another, um, and would say, yes, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, hear us and have mercy on us. Now, both of those are Coptic. The next part of the response that's normally said is in Greek, eleos irini thesia eneseos, a mercy of peace, a sacrifice of praise. And something to note is that whenever there's Coptic preceding a Greek portion of a hymn, it's usually that the Coptic was added much later. So the initial authentic response at that part was just, just a mercy of peace, a sacrifice of praise. Um, and then when they start to squish things together and, and move things around and all these things, we got the intercessions plus we worship you, Christ, that stayed. And the rest was pulled back and moved to the, 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 before the Pauline epistle. So the sounds kind of really messy and really complicated and things moving around, going here and there and all that, all these things. But it's super interesting to see how things moved back and forth or things kind of jumped backwards. This is just something important to understand because a lot of times, especially when we're tight on time and things like that, we have to make decisions. We have to, we have to just kind of compromise what we're going to pray, what we're going to chant. Or even if we're not tight on time, when, when we 
have time to fill, we spend a lot of time just naming a whole bunch of saints and and just going through a list of saints and all these things. That wasn't the case. That wasn't the intention with this hymn at all. Initially, it was a petition or a prayer asking Christ for peace after the prayer of reconciliation prior to the anaphora, where we're asking Christ for peace and we're asking for this peace to be given to us um, through the prayers of all these saints for the forgiveness of our sins. Because when you're at enmity with your brother or sister, then there is no peace. So one can meditate and contemplate on on these hymns, just generally asking us for the forgiveness of sins. But it's important to understand that when we're coming to church, we're not offering a repentance there and then. Yes, we're continuously living a life of repentance, but your repentance is at home in your prayer room with, with Christ, and, and that's it. When you come to the liturgy, you're offering a mercy of peace and a sacrifice of praise. You're offering praise. And it's important to understand that because a lot of times people go to church and, and, we, and we do church together and we just attend like spectators passively. We're not just there to watch and we're not there to either that or the other extreme, which is to be completely immersed in and tears and, 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 and repenting for, for the sin, our sins and everything like that. And then once we go home, we're completely um, cold and, and there's nothing going on. Sure, tears and repentance is important and um, as a continuation of what's going on in our prayer room, but you're not going to begin to repent during the liturgy. The liturgy is a glorification or a praise to the Father, through the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's the important thing. We're addressing all of our praise and all of our adoration and all of our worship towards the Trinity, and it's not about me. I'm not coming to church for me. I'm coming to church to venerate and to honor and to praise the Lord. So we're going to go back to talking about the aspasmos and the deacon response for uh, greeting one another, all of all of the the congregation responses and everything when we when we enter into the liturgy of the faithful. For now, we'll just stick to the liturgy of the word. We kind of jump forward a little bit, but we need to pull back and remember where we are, and uh, just know that this hymn of the intercession initially came from there, and that's kind of the backstory on it. We might touch touch on it again a little bit in the future when we come back to discuss the anaphora and the prayer of reconciliation. But for now, this is the information. This, that's the important information. That's the bulk of it that we needed to discuss at this point. Um, the hymn of the intercession is super beautiful, super nice, and, 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 and um, it's asking for the forgiveness of our sins, but it's important to realize that we're asking for the forgiveness of sins in, to, in order to enter into deeper union and deeper love with Christ and not just as a in a spirit of, of repentance, in a spirit of compunction for our own evil. Yes, that's true, but it's in order for us to be reconciled with one another so that we can enter into the presence of God in peace. That about does it for today. So we'll end it over here and we'll see you guys next week. Christ is within us. Mm-hmm.